Okay, so last week I ruined your childhood with the possible theories behind the plot of SpongeBob. And now we're going to be exploring the theories behind the Rugrats. So the Rugrats premiered on Nickelodeon in August of 1999, and the Rugrats showcased the world through a baby's eyes. So everything was told from a baby's point of view. The main characters were all babies. And the main character, Tommy, along with his fellow baby friends, explored the seemingly mysterious world while the adults were often unsuspecting. Like, the adults, you could say that they didn't really pay attention to their kids. It was kind of like their kids were just doing their own thing and the adults were always together. So the babies would explore the world. And obviously, since they're babies, the world looks so, like, mysterious and so, like, big and... You know, they're just trying to figure out what everything means and how things work and stuff like that. And the series ended in 2004, but as a child, I personally remember watching a lot of Rugrats. I had a lot of Rugrats, like, merchandise. Rugrats was a big part of my childhood, even though I was, like, two when it ended and I wasn't born when it came out. It was still, I remember watching it all the time. And I even watched the spinoff that took place where they, they kind of, like, grew up. I even watched a spinoff of that. And so Rugrats, it's honestly a personal favorite. So now that we've gotten the introduction out of the way, we're going to run through one theory. This one is just one theory that's kind of an umbrella of it. There weren't really many theories on this one, but just because it was a personal favorite, I wanted to include it in ruining your childhood. So, yeah. Okay, so before we get into the theory, it's important to know the names of the characters and their relations in order to get, like, the meaning behind the theory. Okay, so we have Tommy, which is, like, the ringleader of the babies. Chucky is kind of, like, you know, the oddball. He's very timid and sensitive. He has red hair, you know, stuff like that. Angelica is the older cousin of Tommy, and she's rude to the babies. And she's the only one that really, like, understands that they're doing antics like the adults don't really believe her when she tells on them stuff like that and so there's lil and phil which are twins and there's dill which is tommy's brother he's really like the infant of the group because they're all kind of toddler age and dill is a baby and then there's kimmy and Susie, which are just like friends of the family and also to add Susie is like angelica's age so they're kind of they have a little bit of a head-to-head thing through the series, and Susie, like, sticks up for the babies, where Angelica is kind of, like, an antagonist of the babies, so, so this theory has quite a dark background, so it basically states that Angelica has schizophrenia, and that she, you know, has issues and that she's honestly, like, not stable. She's just an unstable child among all of, like, these adults. And if you look through the series, like, her mom is very absent, and she's always working, always on the phone, and Angelica's dad is always, like, wanting her mom's attention and is always, they're just very business-oriented, not really all about Angelica. They do spoil her, but not in the way that you would think that she needs, like, not in a, like, not in a parenting way, not in, like, the teaching your child lessons and stuff like that. It's more of a, oh, she wants this, so I'll buy this kind of thing. So, yeah, so basically she has schizophrenia. This is what the theory is stating. 
and that all of the children are figments of her imagination, except for Dill. So Dill is real in her mind, but the rest of the kids are just figments of her imagination. And basically, just like mishaps happened to where she created these, you know, each character, and they serve a purpose in her life. And the reason for her being the antagonist of the story, like the like the reasoning behind that, how that fits into the theory is that obviously schizophrenia is not something that, you know, you, you can like be happy with. She, I'm just, like, she basically fights battles with the babies because she's fighting her own battles in her mind. Like that type of thing. I don't know if it makes sense, but like, you know what I mean? Like if you, you know, having schizophrenia, I'm sure that's not a fun thing for her. So she would kind of go head to head with it, battle it. Okay, so just to clarify, we're, it is, in the theory, it does say that the babies at once, like, each of the children did, like, have a role, a real role in Angelica's life at one point, but like I said, a mishap or something happened to where the baby either isn't alive anymore or isn't around anymore, therefore she clings onto it and continues to manifest the thought of, you know, them doing antics. So first, we're going to explore how each um, character fits into the theory. So basically, the theory states that Chucky died along with his mother, and that's why Chucky's dad is always a wreck all the time. And if you do watch the show, or if you've seen the show or anything like that, Chucky's dad is very, like, nervous, you know, very anxiety-ridden all the time. And that would explain how, like, why Chucky is what he is. And Angelica would see how Chaz is Chucky's dad and could form how Chucky would be. So that's how Chucky fits into the story. And next, the theory talks about Tommy. So it says that Tommy was born in 1988, but was a stillborn. And if you have seen the show, once again, you would see that Tommy's dad is always trying to, like, make toys, make... He's always inventing, creating stuff in his... Um, in the basement and so that would be basically the theory says that Stu is constantly trying to make toys in the base basement for the son that he never you know his son never had a chance to live so he's trying to make up for it in the way of making toys for him now in the show Lil and Phil are twins and their parents are the DeVilles and in the theory it reads that the DeVilles had an abortion and the reason that they're twins in the show is because Angelica didn't, like, couldn't figure out whether the baby that they aborted was going to be a boy or a girl. So in her mind, she had created the twins to kind of fill the, like, you know, bridge the gap between knowing whether or not it was a boy or a girl. She just had, you know, boy or girl twins fill that, you know, personality for those babies. And lastly, to tie in Dill to the story, so... In the actual show, Dill is Tommy's little brother. That's very, like, he's an infant. And he doesn't articulate like the other babies. He's just, like, he's a true, true baby. And so the theory reads that um, Tommy's parents had Dill, but then, like, something happened to where he was mentally slow. He suffered mentally, mental issues. Therefore, he's always, like, you know doesn't speak he's kind of just like babbling all the time and and um in angelica's mind he's obviously real 
but he just stays baby form because his brain doesn't develop past baby form. So to go on, Angelica, you know, visions, all of these antics, it's all like the theory states that everything that the babies, the toddlers do are just figments of her imagination. They're all in her head since the babies aren't alive according to the, you know, according to the theory, something happened. There was a mishap with them to where they're not there. But the idea of them still resides in Angelica's mind as a result of her having schizophrenia. And she honestly can't move past it. She just, everything that they do, and, like, she were, she sees it as antics. And even when she tries to, like, tell the adults about it, they don't believe her. In the in the um, show, they don't believe her because they, they're like, oh, well, they're just kids. It's just, you know, Angelica. But they don't you know, according to the theory, they don't believe her because she has schizophrenia and the babies aren't alive and they're not real anymore. So that's basically the end of the theory. The theory does, since there was a spinoff, the theory does try to, like, go and say that it continued into her, like, teenage life and stuff like that. And the theory ultimately says that she died of a drug overdose, like, due to her schizophrenia, but... You know, I don't know how much I, you know, believe that to be true since it is a kids-oriented TV show. I just don't think that's, you know, that's the ultimate downfall of what's behind it. But it does go on to say in the spinoff that she dies of a drug overdose. So that's the end of the theory regarding the Rugrats. Considering the dark, you know, theme of this whole theory, I would assume that your childhood has been ruined, and now when you see Rugrats or think about them or, you know, see them on TV, if they ever do come on, you're definitely, you're probably gonna, you know, think of this and be like, how, how does it fit into, like, you know, what's going on on the TV? Me, personally, I don't think that it fits in that well, but I do think that it's very interesting that someone thought someone could come up with a theory like that and, you know, have so many justifications behind it. So, yeah, I hope your childhood was ruined, and I hope that you stay tuned for our last episode of Ruining Your Childhood regarding the Fairly Odd Parents.